Hey, on this episode, John and I catch up after a couple weeks off. Of course, the Super Bowl happened. We talk a little bit about uh, Patrick Mahomes, um, what we what we ended up cooking and drinking over the Super Bowl. Of course, we we touch on the waste management and how we totally messed up seeing that playoff, as well as we we talk about the uh, uh, the Pebble Beach Pro Am. But mainly, the the biggest part of kind of conversation is that we talk about John's new simulator. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, we get into uh, the new equipment we have here to measure our swings and and understand how shitty of golfers we are. And then, of course, lastly, we have to try something and sample something. And we went out and we bought the $19.99, that is $19.99, Kirkland Tequila and Yeho. And we tell you why the Beverage Testing Institute gives it 94 points because we think it's pretty solid as well. Check it out. Thanks, y'all. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode eight, season two of the Faded Golf Podcast. I just threw down my phone for no reason. I don't know why. Just decided to like slam some shit down. It happens. Whatever it happened. That just happened. It did happen. Uh, as always, here with Mr. Falkenberg. How you doing, Johnny? Hi. Good. Good. Great. Good. Great. Wonderful. Um, we are hanging out. So, John, recently. This week, this week, right? This week, new equipment. Yeah, I bought it last week. Okay, new equipment. Um, so we're we're in the golf sim, Falky's basement, uh, simulator room, and w- w- tell me real quick what what is the name of this product? Unicore. Unicore. So we have a Unicore. It's a Korean, South Korean, South product. Korean golf simulator product. We're going to get into that later, but uh, we just played what, six, seven holes on a majestic fake golf course and uh much much more accurate than the what was the previous model skytrack the skytrack much more accurate than the skytrack um we were hitting on the driving range shit was incredible we were watching face ankles of clubs we realized how bad of golfers we are it's fantastic but we'll get into that in a minute so um hanging out john uh good to uh get back two weeks we've been on a similar rotation lately it's winter. um it's winter in indiana but i you know, I'm I'm liking the cadence actually. Um, Cadence—that's an excellent word. You like that? So yeah. I'm liking the cadence in that um, every week, sometimes especially in the winter, I feel like we're like stretching for ideas, unless we have a guest or something like that. But um, every other week for us to talk golf, it, it seems normal, more normal to me. So I, I do like the cadence of every other week. I think this is good. Um, Unless we have a guest. And if we have a guest, I think we'll squeeze somebody in maybe more frequently or whatever it is. And I know we're working on lining up some stuff. And I've said that since probably episode one or two of this season, but we're getting there. It, you know, Dur- Derm's in Florida right now, well, so I couldn't get him. I, I mean, I think we could have guests on. It's almost a matter of convenience to ourselves. Well, and, and also getting somebody over at the house at 9 45, 10 o'clock at night. It's just, it's not happening right now. Well, th- this is our window, and I, I think if you look at anybody who's doing a side hustle, if you will, if you want to call it this or whatever, um, or if you have a hobby on the side, you're obviously doing it beyond the hours of your regular job. And, I mean, if, if, if you and I did this every day at 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. or shit, even at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 
it probably would be a different story because maybe we could get some different people and maybe we evolve that to this at some point. But um, for right now, yes, we do it in the evenings. That's the way it works. And uh, Jack Sparrow wants on. He wants on at the end of the, the uh, IU golf season. It'll be good. I know you got some Purdue guys that are going to want to get on here. I know the guy who um, uh, is the the vendor for your your new simulator. He wants Kevin, on golf simulator guys. We got we got Derm that wants on. Uh, he wants to talk about the new handicap system, which I think will be fantastic, especially as it relates to what Club Pro Guy has been recently saying about the new handicap system. So, I mean, there's there's a lot there. Good. Did you see, by the way, uh, CPG? Um, he now has an app that you can pay for premium content for ninety nine dollars a year. No, did you already join? Fuck no! <laughs> I, I I literally took a screenshot of it and I sent it to a few other guys. Not you. Is but that real? Yes, and I sent it to a few other guys and I said he's he's officially jumped the shark. Like I mean, this, this that that's that's absurd. <laughs> Who's gonna do that? Well, you didn't send it to me because because I knew you wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> there's, I mean, I'm actually I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm laughing. I'm like, if my my stomach starts to hurt, it's like I'm not laughing hard yet, but it's already hurting. And who's so gonna? Why would somebody do that? That'd be like us trying to charge ninety nine dollars a year for somebody to listen to this. Yeah, but he's is he cussing? There's a, there's like, a, there's another. He, no, here's the thing. There's another way to monetize. So dumb. It's a dumb idea. It's absolutely terrible. So, CPG. Uh, unfortunately, I'm only going to continue to listen and watch your free shit. So, Did he, oh, you know why he went off the rails? I I know why he 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 went crazy. You know why? Think about I it. I don't know. Here's my theory. It just came Holly, to me. Holly Saunders? No. <laughs> That's a good point. But he's from Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, true. Chiefs won. Yeah, Chiefs won. Uh, they all, dude, did you, yeah. watch, did you watch some of that shit? Barstool Sports of those guys going nuts in Kansas City? I, I tried to avoid actually any media after the Super Bowl because I was like, there are dipshits in Kansas I went to that Colts game. Uh, not la- the previous season. You got it exactly. Dude, there's some dip. Dude, it. I mean, knowing what I saw there when they just beat the Colts to go to the AFC Championship, I know that there are some dipshits. But I mean, 50 years, I get it. I mean, hey, I'm not criticizing the dipshits. I'm just saying Kansas City uh, football fans, absolutely nuts. It'll be another 50 years before they win another one. Um, I believe that. <sighs> Hundred percent. So like the Royals. I I look at this team very similar to how I look at uh, the Seahawks, in that I look at Mahomes very similar to uh, who's the quarterback of the Seahawks? Uh, Russell Wilson. Wilson. In that, not not again. Talent level might be different, but then the way you build once you have to pay out Mahomes' contract. And you have to start building a team around somebody you've paid like almost all your salary cap to. It it becomes a different team. He's and, a, and, he's incredible. And and they've made a couple. They made a couple good runs early on in his career, Wilson. That is, but they've 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 struggled to get like elite again. And I, that that's what's going to happen in Kansas City. They they'll probably have another good season next year. I'm not going to say that they won't. But then his rookie contracts up, and he's going to get paid. He and is, then he all, is incredible. He is incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I haven't seen anything like him since, no. like, Michael Vick, maybe? 
pretty close. He's got that crazy, just like sidearm scrambling. Just I, I don't know. It's crazy. He's a better passer than yeah. Nick. Yeah. He's oh oh, I I think so. He's got he's got some great timing. There's nobody and, could run like Vic. No. Oh, Vic Vic could take off and blow people out of the water. Dude, n- there will be never a better running quarterback than Michael. Uh, Vick. Well, the dude in the dude in uh, Baltimore well, ain't too bad. No, he's good. He's but but he's Vick. not Michael Vick. Dude. Well, he can't. And I actually think Michael Vick might have been a better thrower than. I like, loved watching Michael Vick play football. Oh, it's, he's my he's my most it's, exciting. It's too bad he's a dipshit. It's just too bad. <laughs> but whatever. Pitbulls. Oh my god! Fucking terrible human being. Uh, it's awful. But it is what it is. Thirty for thirty. You can go watch that later. Um, I think it was on ESPN last week or something. Guarantee anybody that's listening is probably they have seen that. Guaranteed. Yeah, it's that was bad. He and he, he's literally, literally oblivious to the fact that he's fucking like like training attack dogs. He's I, it boggles the mind. It boggles the mind. He, he, he so as much of an athlete as that dude is, he must be one of the dumbest human beings ever. Gangsta, gangsta. By the way, have you watched the Wu Tang? Uh, saga series on Hulu. I love Wu Tang, and no, I have not seen that. Oh my god, I just started watching you it like yesterday. Wu-Tang? Oh, I love Wu Tang. <laughs> like, dude, like growing up, my my boy Ned. Uh, this is he drove me to school like every day. But uh, Ned, uh, one of my best friends in high school, um, he introduced me to Wu Tang. Ned the head, Needles Ned. Yeah, Ned, Ned, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> Ned, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> No, Needle knows that. No. Ned Prusy. Ned Prusy. Shout out to uh, my my Mormon homeboy uh, living in Dallas. I think he's in Dallas right now. Anyway, I haven't talked to him in years. Still have um, a beer. But uh, Ned, he introduced me to Wu Tang, and I was like, "Holy a Mormon, shit!" A Mormon. Oh my god, him. dude. Yeah, dude. He was like the anti-Mormon at that time. But um, uh, but yeah, um, I love me some Wu Tang. This is so it's kind of a. It's trivia. Really, trivia question yeah. about Wu Tang. Yeah. What vehicle did they drive? Like, what was their favorite vehicle that they drove? Favorite vehicle they, they drove? In their videos, it was their favorite vehicle. Favorite vehicle. They always they rolled up in it. God. That's it. That's I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank on what that is because I'm trying to think of lyrics is what I'm trying to think of right now because they often. Referenced Land Cruisers, and they often referenced uh, think, a lot. It's a lot color. of SUVs type stuff. Is that what they referenced? But no, you're you're not going to get it. So I'll just say, Mazda MPV. Yes, they did. They referenced the MPV. It was it they was an SUV. Up, they, yep. No, that was a minivan. MPV it was, it was a, a minivan. Mini- yes, it? yes, it was. It was a minivan. No. Yes. You know how I know this? My parents had one. Oh my god. Now I'm, I'm like looking this shit up now. Oh my god, it is! And you're right. And they they would they would they they rolled up in that, and they would reference the MPV in a number of tracks. That's fantastic. All right, you're right, (laughs) and I remember that now. Now that you bring that up, so but anyway, it's it's fantastic. It's 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 supposedly it's a bioptic type thing. So it's like fictional, but yet kind of the story, and it's more based around the RZA, which. Um, Who's your favorite out of that Wu Tang Clan? 
Favorite rapper or individual? Do I I so I, I love Method Man. Method Man's great. God, this is th- this is a tough question. Holy shit. Um Method Man's fantastic. I think he's one of the best that has been really sustainable. I loved me some ODB though. And 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 old dirty bastard because he was so fucking nuts was just great. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the the best album and the best raps came from Raekwon the Chef. So, Raekwon the Chef. Yep. So <laughs> Oh, that's wow. that's really I mean to me that album that uh was it incarcerated scarfaces is one of the best freaking tracks can you of it, all time. Can you play it where we can hear it? I, I, that'd be awesome. Who was with could. uh who was with Red Man for a while? Yeah, Method Man. Oh yeah. yeah. Method Man and okay, Method think Man. About, think about Rock Wilder. The, the uh, spinoff. Raekwon incarcerated Scarfaces, though, it's just so good. I mean, one of the best times I ever hit a golf ball when you played some Rockwilder on oh, the tee. It's not playing through right now. It's too bad. All right. I wish I could play it like over our headphones. <laughs> I'll play okay. it later. But. All right. Well, let's skip off to a little equipment. Let's go to a little equipment. So, yep. I decided to make an upgrade from the um, SkyTrack launch monitor, which has been a great piece of equipment over the past it's five years. It's been great. It's been fun to play with. And it's worth the money. It's in it. They still haven't increased the price of what you buy that for. It's a couple thousand dollars, and it's incredible. You will get what you need out of the launch monitor. Yep. So I went to a Unicor, which is a, I think it's a South Korean uh, ball club path, launch monitor so it has a camera has infrared so it actually picks up a lot more stuff it picks up as much as like a like a uh track man or a flight it, scope the i mean the camera picking up the face angle through impact blows my mind <laughs> absolutely blows my mind on this thing it, and it's because it so totally explain, identifies explain what because it uh, totally identifies how shitty of a golfer explain I am. Explain what that camera is, like when you're hitting. So, so um, uh, think about a, probably about what maybe a foot and a half behind the ball to a foot and a half. So it's basically a three foot window, right? It's like that one yard, like foot and a half behind the ball to a foot and a half past. It completely videotapes that in slow mo, essentially that impact zone of where your club is coming into the ball, how your club is, the face angle is on your ball, and even how you're releasing the club through the ball. On every single swing. On every swing. And I am a really shitty golfer. I don't give a crap that my handicap is whatever it is. But I will tell you right now, I am getting away with some bullshit (laughs) to make that happen. My short game must be incredible or whatever. I I don't even know. there's something that you're doing the way you're coming so far inside. I am coming 10 degrees inside. 10 degrees. But that's why you have to shut it. Yes. At impact. With a shut face, and I'm hitting off the toe pretty much 90% of the time. Go straight. It goes a little draw. It ends up going straight with a little draw. I'd be curious when you're like in your flow in the season, when you hit your cut, 
yeah. how that much that'll change. Uh, I think I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move back to the cut based off what I saw today. I'm gonna try to hit a cut but. because that could, that hook right there could get out. Of, that's the hook that you, get out. Of absolutely nuts. Because, I hit a few good ones though, I, and I, they were rolling out, ripping. They were rolling thirty yards. I just because you're hanging on. Oh, totally hanging on. That's that's it. It's not good. Because if you don't, if you don't hang on, it's it's not. It, it that's honestly, it. this is where the launch that's, monitor that's and the and the everything like this is where it fucks with your head. I got fucked with today, looking at that. I got messed with. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm a little mental. But you were hitting a cut all year. No, I wasn't. You weren't. Two yeah. two years ago as it was. Okay. Do you remember? Uh, so not last summer, but the previous summer, I was hitting the ball like a dickhead. And we, we we went out with Rich, and we went to Fox Prairie, and I was I was playing so bad. And was I, I was, there? Yeah, you were there. Oh, it was that's me. I, it I was, played. I played well. That it was day. me, you, and Rich. You did. We both played well actually that day. And I said, you know what? I'm going to play cut all day long. And I just strove to play cut all day. And I still pulled and hooked a few. Was but that where I chipped in for eagle on the first hole? You did. You absolutely did. And um, I played a cut all day, and I shot probably mid seventies. And I was like, fuck. And then I just played a cut the rest of the season, and then. This last season, I kind of went back to the what's comfortable, and I I played well. I played great golf this year. I'm not I'm not down, but I'm like, I just looked at what I saw, and I was like, if I try to play that again this year, I I, I shouldn't even play the game. That was that was ugly. It was. You're was looking at looking. numbers though. Your ball still going. No, no, no. I was up. looking at. I was just looking at club head. Face yeah, but angles. yeah, but your ball was still going in it the right sti- direction. It was going the right direction. It was still going. A decent Why do you care about that this much? I don't know, man. It just looked weird. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's crazy how far he dropped that inside. I didn't know it I'm, was that. I didn't know it was that much. I'm I knew actually, it was a lot, and I'm surprised I actually still hit the ball as far as I do doing that. In vis- optically, like your swing looks pretty good. Like optically, my swing looks like shit, but the numbers <laughs> are good. So what's what's <clears throat> fun about what John invested in is that we are going to critique our games even in more detail, and we'll share that as we move forward and. We're uh so our, what um what's your rep's name? What's the guy's name? Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Uh, golf simulator guys. Yep. So the golf simulator guys, Kevin. We're gonna have him on the show here, uh, probably within the next month or so, and uh, we're gonna get real nerdy about golf simulator equipment. So yeah, that's gonna be fun. It'll be good. Yep. And we got more to come on that. So, uh, but so back to Wu Tang. No, I'm I'm trying. <laughs> um. So we um. We because it's been two weeks. We missed, uh, I guess, kind of really one tournament. I don't even. I don't know. Does it even matter? Pro golf. Do you care? Not a lot. So waste management. Did we follow up on the waste? No, we didn't because we it was super after Super Bowl. Waste management happened. Uh, who won that one? Was that Leishman? No, it wasn't Leishman. He won the week before. Who won the waste management? That's sad. This is how much we care about pro golf right now. It's just bad. Um, I know that uh, the AT and T Pebble Ooh. Beach Pro Am happened. I know Nick Taylor won that. Yeah. Um, but who it, won the waste management? I think it was Leishman. No. Oh, time out. So all right, let, let's go back to this because you and I are dipshits. So John and I are hanging out for the Super Bowl. We're we're pumped up about it. Oh, it's Webb Simpson. Remind me. We get together early. I I cook. I cook like, I mean, how many wings did I fucking cook? Oh my god, cooked a ten. I cooked like yeah, you cooked a ten pound brisket. 
I cooked like 50 or 60 wings on the green egg, which all, all of that shit, all that meat was phenomenal. Like it was, we, we crushed that meat and, and it was great. And we, and we got some, uh, some shitty pizzas from Papa Murphy's, but actually we dominated those two. We, I, I dude, I sat on a toilet on Monday. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like for a long time. Like we ate so much shit on Sunday, it was insane. Sorry, it's sidebar, and I hope everybody. Sidebar. Th- I hope everybody. TMI from Mark. I hope everybody thinks that's fucking hilarious, but it dude is wrong. How much shit I ate on on Sunday, but so John and I, I'm cooking wings. You know, uh, a stat. Hold on. You know, a quick stat. Yeah. Is that they say people take in more calories on Super Bowl Sunday versus Thanksgiving. That's probably true. They do. That's it's probably a, true. The bullshit you intake. Oh my god, we drank so much beer. We blew both my kegs. That was dumb. I felt like a pile of used fucking assholes the next day, dude. I like I said, I sat on the fucking toilet for like twenty minutes. It was it was terrible. Anyway, um, so so we're I'm cooking wings. We're trying to get people ready to go to watch this, and. Next thing you know, we're watching the TV and we see like Webb Simpson hits a shot in and Tony Fino hits a shot in and we're like, oh shit. And they were both, I believe they were both in the final group. So I literally thought it was like the 18th hole and I was like, oh shit, this is Webb's putt to tie it to go into a playoff. Next thing you know, we, we both look at each other. We're like, hold it. That was the playoff hole. And Webb fucking won the damn thing. It was crazy. I don't know what we missed because at that point we, we had three we, birdies. That's what we correct. Missed. We missed three birdies. We literally hadn't drank that much at that point, nor had we even eaten that much at that point. But I think all the Super Bowl festivities got us distracted from the golf. And I think Webb's a good dude. I, he doesn't like get me pumped up. I'm. I'm. He's a great guy, and he um, is. Imp- you know what's made him so much better? Do you know what he changed to when he won? That freaking arm putter, and the claw. What he did, but he he's got that shit run up his arm because he had the belly putter, but he does that 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 he does that putter that runs up the arm, and then he and yeah, and he does like the claw. Dude, the with claw that. changed his putting. He does the claw with that thing running up his arm. He's good to go. He's freaking great. It, but Finau not winning. God, how many times are we going to talk about Finau not winning? And I, 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 by the way, I stand corrected. I thought, and I've said in previous episodes, that Fino has never won a tournament. He has won a shitty Puerto tournament Rico in Open. Puerto Rico. But, um, God damn, that dude's got to win the tournament. Good. He's, he's so, so good. He's freakishly good. But here's the thing I think about Tony, though. Like, I look at his swing, and I think it's, it takes a lot of talent to have like to repeat that swing. Like Webb, you look at Webb swing, it's repeatable. Like you look at Tony's swing, I know it's short and all that shit, but he it's it's like what he Well, there's a lot of timing at the bottom. It is. Yeah, it's like Sergio. It's it, like it, it reminds me of Sergio. There's a lot of lag. It's even there's more a, though. And it's a lot of freaking release at the bottom. It's hands. Yeah, it's very handsy. I mean, like Webb is Webb figured I he yeah, he did something. I get it. I, all right, I'm following you now. I thought with how short it was, I was going to disagree with you, but now I'm now I'm thinking it's about all it. It's all like because Sergio's kind of the same way. Now Sergio takes it back longer, but he creates all that weird lag, and it and it, there's just this bottom freaking whip through. And I, I think Tony's the same way. 
Tony's freaking clearly an athlete, though. The <laughs> guy, the guy, just he makes some crazy moves and beats the shit out of the ball. So he's he's, um, I, I and I like him too. That's like he's very likable, very likable professional. So uh, shout out to those guys. Congratulations, Webb. Tony, you're gonna get one. You're gonna get a big one, Tony. Tony's gonna get a big he's gonna one. Win a major. He's gonna big. Yeah, he's gonna get a big one. He's gonna get a big one. He's he's a he's a player. Um, good tournament waste management. Uh, we got to get out there sometime. Um, a couple of our neighbors went there and they said they had a freaking blast. Who? So uh, Andre and uh, Courtney loved it. Blast said they had a great time. So um, we got to get out there. I think it'll be a fun one to go to. Um, and then this week, of course, you get your whole Pebble Beach Pro Am. I think it's to- I think it's a little bit overrated that tournament because of the Am part of it. Um, and it's or it's boosted up, I should say. I think the coverage that CBS does compared to what we saw with the US Open last week or last year, I should say, um, Fox freaking blew them away. Agreed. Absolutely Agreed. blew them away. Um, they didn't focus on the course enough, they focused too much on the players, they focused too much on the freaking celebrities. And Pebble Beach should be the one, the thing that's showcased. Sorry, that's what it should be. And it and it it was more so with Fox last year, less so with this tournament. And I, I still love Jim Nance though. So I love Jim. Jim's phenomenal. He does a great job. Uh, Jim has some love for uh, Tony Romo, which I always <laughs> don't. But Tony's an impressive guy. He's a really impressive guy. And I think that's what Jim sees in him. It's like he's a young, just impressive guy that just that he's in. He's kind of in awe of. Like Jim looks at him like a, like a protege. Because because that's what Tony's going to turn into. He's going to turn in this. He's going to turn in this like, you know, he's not even going to be a. He's going to be like a like a Joe Buck that played pro sports. Yeah, that's who he's going to be. It's possible. I, I mean, I, I I tell you what, I like Tony Tony Romo better than I like the other fucking cowboy quarterback. That oh, you can't stand him, can you? Aikman, dude, Troy Aikman. He's not a color guy. Troy and 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 Buck will defend him all day, and I've heard it. And there are plenty of other people that defend him all day. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I just don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't hear it. He's just not like he's not excitable. I uh, and, and hey. It's really easy for us freaking, you know, dads. Dipshits. Da- dad dipshits freaking recording shit in their basement for us to be like, these guys, why the fuck are they doing what they do? But at the end of the day, like, I'm sorry, but people, just because you played the game doesn't mean you're you're great at talking about the game. You, I'm not, hey, by the way, I'm not also uh, criticizing the way Troy maybe prepares for the game. He may have a lot of stuff in his head, but whatever ends up coming out of his mouth is just not compelling. It's just not... I agree with that. I mean, I can agree with that if you are necessarily... If you're you know, good at playing the game, doesn't mean you can talk about it. Yeah. It's the same thing with coaches. And he, he may still, even up in his head, have great knowledge. Tony does a much better job, as an example, of like... Stop the talking train. about it. Stop the train real quick. So that just reminded me of something. So you got to see, you were there halftime yeah. at the IU-Purdue game. Yes. You got to see one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. Two of the greatest coaches of all time I got to see. 
he did. I, I he, got to talk to Gene, which was cool. He didn't get to go on the court. You got, no, but I got to talk to him. Were you sitting it, close to him? No, but he, I walked by him and I said, "I said, hey, you going to play golf after this?" Because he had a little, he, he had a a, a ball mark. We thought if you were full of shit when you texted. Oh him. no, no, he had a ball. He had a he had a he had a clip on his hat with a ball mark, and I said, "Hey, Gene." You playing golf after this? What what's going on? And he, I go, I see the ball mark on your hat, and he's like, he's like, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was a great moment. It was a good. It was That's a good interaction. Good. I think they had, we'll talk more about that. So you got to do so. Gene Cady, yeah, football player. By the way, he's more like a. He really, I think he was, yep. and, and Bob Knight, he played basketball, but he wasn't like some great basketball player. Neither was Archie Miller, by the way. That can be understood, but so, so, but Bob, you could look at Bob. You think Bob was an athlete when he was younger? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but he is. Would you say like was Bob a great like good college basketball commentator? I actually kind of liked him when he commented. at times. I think early on, when he was early on, first stuff was good. I think actually, which which which, which is what's weird is that. As he got more into it, I think he got worse. <laughs> when he was early on, he was actually fine because he just said what he. Thought. I actually liked. I actually liked him. It's he was fine. I actually like Bob Knight a lot, and that's for a, like he, being well, a Bob pretty, Knight knows his shit. Yeah, that's why I liked him a lot. That's what I, you know, what. But what do you think about Bob overall? So he was a coach, greatest, great coach, one of the best college basketball coaches All time. ever. Yep. Commentator, pretty average. Eh, yeah. So there you go. That kind of proves your point. What you were just talking about. Yeah. Just because you can do the job doesn't mean that you can do the next job. It's why it's why Shane Bacon, for example, who obviously we compete with from a podcast perspective and trying to get attention, and now he has a fucking podcast with Max Homa. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Like now, I like all, both of them. That's I love both of them. Like all I need is more competition for attention, right? But like they're those, and they put out another episode today. Whatever, but um, love those guys. But like Shane is the best voice in golf right now, the best because he's, he's never because he's never played professional golf, and he 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 just he 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 is the he is the visionary for the the amateur viewer. Because like he's good enough to know what it takes to play professional golf, and he's like in the weeds enough to know, but like he also knows like that he sucks enough that he'll never be that good, and so like he has the perspective of the guy that'll never be that good, and it like that is like what's so missing. So he's Tony Romo, exactly, because <laughs> he'll never make a Super Bowl. But he's he's he has this perspective that no Davis, Tony Romo with golf was like that they, way. but that's why Davis Love and. Peter Jacobson and um, name name the other professional golfers that have come through the ranks and they've done stuff. Why they'll never be as good, at least relating to an amateur golfer, as somebody like Shane Bacon will and and Jim and that is by the way why Jim Nance is so good. Oh, dude, Jim Jim knows how to skate the lines perfectly because Jim was best friends with Fred Couples, but he knew he knows. That he's an amateur golfer and he has no fucking reason to ever be even compared to a professional golfer. But but I could probably say like the voice of Jim Nance is so much more well known than Fred Couples Golf. Like when you hear Jim hello, Nance, friends. hello friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Get you, you just play, jacked if, up. If you could play that right Hello, now. friends. <laughs> I mean, that has become... Yeah. He has made the Masters. Oh, he's, he is he's like triple, the voice of the Masters. He's yeah. tripled the... like. Yeah, the, no, there's a nostalgia factor with him, for sure. 100%. Whenever you're going. Yep. You know what I mean. Yep, I know exactly like Fred is a way better golfer. Yeah. But Jim has done but he's more created, for But he's golf. created more market value for the Masters than any other player has ever done. Jim has done more for golf oh. than Fred Couples. And that's where I think Bacon will actually do end up doing more for golf than anybody else in the long run. Wow, that's a bold... Bold statement right there. Bold. You're comparing him to Jim Nance? Yes, absolutely. I like him. I, I just don't see it yet. I, I want to see it. I mean, but when you get, hello, friend. I mean, come on. He doesn't have that yet. No, he's not there yet, but he's, he's about as close as it can be. He's about as close as it can be for a young guy. I mean, the guy's like, what, 36? He's a good dude. Freaking solid dude. 37, whatever. Great dude. Uh, bacon. Love you, Bacon. We're going to try some shitty tequila? Yeah. Uh, hang on, everybody. We're going to try some shitty tequila. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. Um, we have th- this is this is an incredible buy right here, nineteen ninety nine. So like a half gallon. This is rated ninety four points by the Beverage Tasting Institute. Um, I don't know what that means, um, but it is uh, Kirkland. This is the Kirkland Tequila Añejo. That's the Pro V1 it is, imitation. Exactly. This is the of ex, extra, extra aged 100% agave, one liter bottle, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. So it might be a little watered down. That could be part of the problem. Um, or what makes it actually great, by Class the way. Azul is 80 proof, isn't it? Uh, maybe. I can't remember now. Most tequilas, like good tequilas, are 80 proof. Um, Let's try it. Let's go right into it. Yeah. I. I John and I have had this, but we're, we have this, this isn't so. This isn't the first time, but it's got a vanilla, very vanilla. Got a hint. It's got a hint. Nice vanilla to the nose. I'm not gonna lie. After I think two beers is it pretty good. Um, I think this is really, really similar to Herradura. Very similar. I actually think it's more similar to Casamigos. Um, it might be somewhere in between. Casamigos is better. Um, but I, I was trying to nail this down. So when we have this on Super Bowl Sunday for the first time, I got a Hedura. I'll go grab it for you right now. Uh, you got the re- the reposado. Yeah, yeah. Go grab that. Go grab that. So John's gonna go grab the Hedura. I'm gonna talk while he's going to grab that. So um, we we st- we struggled on Super Bowl Sunday, um, trying to figure out what this we thought this tasted like, and so we we uh, we ended up tasting the Casamigos. Reposado next to it, and it was better. And then we ended up doing the Clasa Azul on top of that, and we were like, "Okay, shit, that's better," because it was right. So, like to me, Casamigos um, is is like it. It is barely a niche um, uh, less impressive than a Clasa Azul. So, um, but but. We were trying to figure out, I'm like, I'm like, this reminds me of something. This Kirkland reminds me of something. And now that I've tasted it again, separately, not thinking about other things, I do believe it tastes like the Herradura, and I'm going to taste this right now um, to, uh, to have a comparison. Hang on tight here. 
Not as much vanilla though on it, the nose. It's a, it's a diff it's a different tequila. Way more like real agave. It's different. <laughs> what do you think? I think there's some more vanilla notes on this Kirkland, whereas I don't think that does come into the 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 Herradura. But I do think I've narrowed it down, and that's what this reminds me of, though. In that, to your point, Herradura um, is it, it is it is stronger with the agave flavor. Yep. And and whereas I feel like. Uh, Casamigos and the Clase Azul, they they represent it fine. Don't get me wrong. They like it's. I mean, the, the tequila is it's got a great flavor to it. But like um, between Don Julio and Herradura, I feel like they they really. Um, they, it's, it's like they they hold on to the the Herradura the, is the Steve of tequilas. It 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 it. it, it it's it it has that flavor. It, it does. It, it's the Steve of tequila because tequila has to be, I mean, has to be rooted in agave, right? Yeah. It's like Steve yeah. is rooted you, in the well, hops. and I I feel like that's where the Plaza Azul and the Casamigos and a few of these other higher end ones they like they've they've like gone away from the like the principles of making it feel or I'm sorry taste like agave, right? Like having that flavor in there. I believe that this Kirkland totally represents some great agave flavor. I think it gives it some hints of vanilla, though. And to me, that's why I give it so much credit for 20 bucks. Like, this is legit. It's okay. I mean, I like it. It's legit for $20. For 20 bucks, it's it's not bad. For $20? This is not shit. I it's but I would rather drink Casamigos Herradura. I mean, I would take either one over I'll, that. But would I say this is for like you said twenty dollars? That's more than a fifth. It's a liter. Yeah, for that twenty bucks. Yeah, it's no, it's a pretty good deal. It's and I'm drinking right now, and it's it's not bad. It's not like drinking shit. You know what else we tried tonight? Michelob Light. Michelob Light. So. Um, John had uh, one of his St. Louis compadres because you can't find it here in Indiana, mm. right? Mm -mm. So he had uh, one of his St. Louis compadres bring it uh, to Indiana. We had a Michelob. Uh, what is that? Was it the? Uh, we got the lager. lager? And, we got the lager and the light. And the light. The lager was shit. <laughs> it literally was. It was. It was hard to. It was hard to. I mean, I drank it. I, just, I say that like I'm like because I've drank some IPAs that are fucking shit, and I fucking drank them too. But so. you know what? It's shit, but you could drink it. Yeah, it you was, could drink it on the boat. I could drink one or two of those lagers. The light beer, I the, could drink. The light beer, it it's it's somewhere, and I I put it initially. I put it in between Budweiser and Bud Light as far as like a flavor and. And I actually only think it's a step up from Bud Light. I don't. I, I putting it directly in between. That's too favorable. Nah, Budweiser's much better. <laughs> um, but we're the gonna, fact is, it's it, the the fact that it's lighter and it is much lighter. We're gonna do a live 
Steve keg tasting. Like once I get yes. like, like Steve on we're, tap. We're gonna get a Steve on tap here. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be good. I don't know if it's gonna be good as the Kirkland and Yeho, but uh, I give it a thumbs up. Uh, I, I here's the deal. You show up with that because we 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 rate our tequilas and we rate all of our liquors by would you gift it. If I showed up with the twenty dollar bottle um, of this and donated to somebody's collection, it might not be the most impressive thing sitting on their shelf, but they would serve that and feel proud. Yeah, I agree. So um, shout out to Kirkland and the uh, ninety four points uh, beverage tasting institute or whatever that was it institute they start last year yeah they're 94 points from the beverage tasting institute thank you for that because um, it is I think it's deservedly so rated that way Tecla all right Tecla hey thanks guys a little thanks. bit shorter episode this week but um, we'll get back probably in a couple weeks together thanks everybody for listening uh, for John and I, go out there, hit more greens, score better. See you.